3: future go to noblegoldinvestments.com now noblegoldinvestments.com
2: past
4: performance may not be indicative of future results investing in precious metals including gold involves risks consult with
2: your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision
4: well, let me just double check i see bones mama's in the chat says what time bones mama the time is now okay i i didn't uh schedule the show i just i just said let's go live right now in fact i was trying to do like a pre-recorded video about this beforehand And I just kept stumbling over my words so much. I was like Joe Biden back there, just screwing up every line. So I said, you know what? F it. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. So we're here. And ladies and gentlemen, we have got to do a follow-up on this Muskegon, Michigan, GBI strategy situation. Uh, We covered the initial story last week, but the Gateway Pundit has been absolutely relentless in publishing article after article. About GBI strategies, this massive multi million dollar Democrat funded voter fraud operation in Michigan. And not, well, not just Michigan, but also multiple swing states. And, uh, you know, they, they've they just put out article after article exposing who's funding them, who's behind the operation. And uh, mainly they've been in sort of a battle with Dana Nessel, the attorney general, because after the initial story came out, Dana Nessel, her, I guess, her press secretary or somebody from her office put out a statement minimizing and downplaying and basically debunking the whole thing. Uh, So now there may be some of you out there that have no idea what I'm talking about. If you've been living under a rock, the Gateway Pundit got the exclusive on this story. There was two election integrity activists, Phil O'Hallahan. And Lori Skickbo, I believe, were their names. And they obtained a police report from Muskegon, Michigan, um, relating to an investigation after the 2020 election. Now, this investigation was opened after a woman tried to drop off 10,000 fake voter registration applications in one small town in Michigan. Right, And the amount of applications that she tried to submit all at one time was like twice the amount of registered voters in this jurisdiction, right? So the city clerk was like, this doesn't make any sense. And she noticed that a lot of the registration applications contained the same exact handwriting. uh, And a lot of the addresses were fake. The signatures were fake. And so she turned the evidence over to the Muskegon Police Department, who opened an investigation. They conducted interviews with uh, some of the employees of this organization, that uh, GBI Strategies, which was paying this woman, they did a raid at, I believe, the headquarters of GBI Strategies, and they found a bunch of crazy, suspicious articles, uh, I mean, items like, you know, suppressors, guns, burner phones, prepaid cards, and they also found application forms, which were partially filled out. Which, why the hell would you have partially filled out applications unless you were creating fake applications, right? Like nobody's registering to vote, but only filling out, you know, half of it and then just being like, hey, can you do the rest? (laughs) No, if you have partially filled out applications, somebody's creating fake applications, right? So they found this. They also found a script for the employees to go around and encourage people to vote for Joe Biden, Right. So this investigation was conducted by the Muskegon Police Department. And then once they started to crack the lid off of this thing, Attorney General Dana Nessel got her office involved, the fraud division, and she she also got the state police involved. Right. And once that occurred, then the entire investigation basically got uh, subverted and eventually turned over to the FBI, who's done nothing, prosecuted zero people. And it's just been an ongoing investigation with zero activity for almost three years, right? And, uh, you know, nobody really knew. Nobody knew that this was going on. This, this, This bombshell story, this investigation into a massive voter fraud operation was taking place over the past three years, and nobody heard about it. Not a single person knew about it. And we wouldn't even know about it if it weren't for two activists obtaining the police report. Right, meanwhile, Dana Nessel and uh, Gretchen Whitmer and, you know, the three witches out there, Jocelyn Benson, they're out there claiming that there was no such thing as widespread voter fraud, that anybody claiming that there was is a conspiracy theorist. And Dana Nessel's office is right now prosecuting 16 uh, grandmas and grandpas out there. Over the alternate electors in Michigan, right? And, uh, you know, there's there's all the Trump indictments. Trump's being indicted for falsely claiming the election was stolen with no evidence. Meanwhile, there's this investigation that occurred after the 2020 election uh, exposing a well-oiled machine that spans all across the state of Michigan registering fake voters, right? So... They tried to suppress this. They tried to not let the, the public know about it. They tried to keep it under wraps, but the Gateway Pundit got the story. And so once the story broke, once the information got out there and there was no way to put a lid back on it, Dana Nessel's office, her press secretary or somebody you know from her office tried to say that basically this was the result of a low-level employee um, of, of GBI Strategies trying to submit a few fake registration forms because they were getting paid per application, right? So somebody with no, you know, there was one bad egg in the entire bunch, and this isolated incident occurred, but the Muskegon city clerk caught the fraud and reported it to the police and none of these applications were actually submitted into the database. Therefore, there was no harm, no foul. None of these people voted in the election. They caught the fraud. And uh, it's just proof that the system actually works. That's what they said. Right? So the, um, the important thing, before we get into these stories that I want uh, to share with you guys, showing that Dana Nestle a total and complete liar, right? The important thing is, is, is to remember that Dana Nessel tried to downplay this and make it seem like an isolated incident, right? So, with that said, we're going to pull up two stories. And both of these stories just completely expose Dana Nessel. Uh, but before we do that, please, as you come in, be sure to smash that like button. Uh, subscribe to this channel if you're not already subscribed. And check out MyPillow.com. Because if you go to MyPillow.com and use promo code Nick, you can save a ton of of money on the best sleep products on the market. They have the Percale uh, sheets right now, a big sale going on. You can get them for as low as, I believe, $25, as well as the my slippers, You can get them for $25 as well, all when you use promo code Nick, and there's tons of other savings. So go to MyPillow.com, use promo code Nick, support the show, support Mike Lindell, support American Manufacturers, and get a great night's sleep. Now, let's go ahead and pull up the stories, because like I said, the Gateway Pundit has just been relentless, publishing story after story after story, and I've even missed a couple, right? Because they they they've been on this like uh, white-on-rice, you know. And but this one is probably the most groundbreaking story that they've published since the original publication a week or two ago, since this story first broke. So this just proves that GBI strategies <laughs> This, this thing where the woman dropped off 10,000 applications and it was caught, and it was just an isolated incident, is a complete and total fabrication from Dana Nessel. So, the Gateway Punnett has uh, published an article titled, Michigan Investigation Suspicious Spikes in Michigan Voter Registrations Across the State Occurred on the same day in the 2020 election. Okay? So, um... Dana Nessel, again, she says that none of these uh, fraudulent voter registrations were actually added to the voter file and none of them actually voted in the election. However, Muskegon locals claim that is a lie and that fraudulent applications were added to the voter rolls. Nessel could not refute the police reports because the Michigan State Police and Muskegon Police have stood strongly behind their separate investigations. Um... But Dana Nessel will not allow the Gateway Pundit to verify Muskegon's election integrity claims by examining the public records, the voter registration applications, and they have no excuse why such an obvious fraud has resulted in zero prosecutions in three years. So basically, the Gateway Pundit says, okay, Dana Nessel... You're saying that none of these people, none of these fake registrants were actually submitted into the qualified voter file and none of them cast a ballot. All right, well, let us see the public records that would prove that so we can verify, you know, what you're claiming. And Dana Nessel has been a total obstructionist and not allowed anybody to see the proof. And that's all that I really need to know when somebody tells me something and they have the documentation to prove what they're saying but they won't show you the documentation, uh, that's proof to me that they're hiding something, right? And of course, Dana Nessel's hiding something because she is a beneficiary, a benefactor, whatever the correct term is, of this voter fraud operation. You know, Dana Nessel's name was on the ballot, Alright, And you got this organization uh, registering fake voters by the tens of thousands, and submitting ballot request application forms so that these mail-in ballots get sent to fake addresses so they could then be harvested and stuffed into drop boxes, right? So, this is a Democrat organization. Of course, Dana Nessel is a benefactor of that. So, she doesn't want to rock the boat. She doesn't want to prosecute anybody. And, of course, neither does the FBI, the Stasi FBI. So, um... Yes, they're 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 absolutely hiding something. Now, um, here's the thing. Here's what the Gateway Pundit has uncovered. This is the big story, right? Um, so these suspicious spikes in voter registration applications uh, appear to have gone unnoticed elsewhere in Michigan, right? So uh, there's a difference between Muskegon, the, the the city of Muskegon, and the county of Muskegon. Wow. Oh.
1: Order now
2: fighterflare.com
4: Right, the the, the 10,000 fraudulent uh, voter registrations were caught in the city of Muskegon by Ann Meisch, the city clerk. Right, so she caught them, and she alerted the police. But there was a massive spike in the county of Muskegon where clearly they, They didn't catch the fraudulent applications, and coincidentally, there's fraudulent spikes occurring all on the same day in all of the various locations where GBI Strategies is operating. I mean, you can't make this stuff up, right? The same locations identified in the Muskegon and MSP police reports as being the work sites for GBI Strategies all have similar suspicious spikes And they all happened on the same day in October. Now, I believe uh, October 9th, 2020, when all these spikes occurred, was the very same day that this woman in Muskegon City tried to submit 10,000 fake application forms. So we have spikes occurring in eight different jurisdictions all on the same day. And I believe it's the very same day that this woman tried to submit all these fake applications. That is quite a coincidence. That is quite a coincidence. And here's a chart showing Muskegon County, uh, their qualified voter file. And, you know, as we can see, their, their their, their normal daily average was about 50 to 75 voter registration applications per day. And then all of a sudden, on October 9th, if you can see that gigantic spike there on the graph... All of a sudden, on October 9th, 2020, 1843 mysteriously show up all on the same day, right? So an average of 50 to 75, and then randomly on October 9th 1843 show up that day. So they say, was that just a coincidence that both the city of Muskegon and the county of Muskegon received major spikes in voter registration applications on one day? On uniquely October 9th, 2020, I don't think so, especially not when you examine all the other cities where GBI Strategies was operating and compare it to the entire year of registrations so we can see Ypsilanti County or city. (laughs) How do you say that? Ypsilanti? Ypsilanti? I don't know how to say it, but that city had a massive spike. Uh... Buchanan City had a massive spike. Detroit City had a massive spike. Flint City had a massive spike. Lansing, Southfield, Taylor, Muskegon. All had massive spikes on that same day, October 9th. Okay? So this is where all the locations where GBI Strategies is operating. And this is pretty much all the proof that I need to see. That what occurred in Muskegon City was not an isolated incident that this one woman was not just one, you know, one bad actor amongst uh, hundreds of people with absolute utmost integrity that would never do such a thing, right? No, 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 no. No, this is not an isolated incident. And the Gateway Pundit have completely exposed and blown the lid off this thing that the Attorney General Dana Nessel is lying through her teeth beyond a shadow of a doubt. Okay, this is... This is a multi, again, a multi-million dollar organization. They, in the 2020 election cycle, GBI Strategies received over $4 million, including upwards of half a million dollars from the Joe Biden presidential campaign, uh, the, the, the the DNC. They're not paying, they're not paying this organization that kind of money for them to be doing, you know, actual voter registration you know, a registration drive. No, they are paying for what they're getting. These massive spikes. So I would guarantee you, I would guarantee you that these massive spikes represent the submission of tens of thousands of fraudulent voter uh, application, registration forms, right? And that these fake registrants voted in the election. I would guarantee you, if they would let us look under the hood, we would be able to easily show that these people voted in the election because the uh, Muskegon Police Department conducted an interview with that woman and she said, we weren't just, you know, registering voters, we were also submitting requests for mail-in ballots, which you can submit on the same day that you register. So they were registering people and requesting a ballot. This woman was trying to register 10,000 fake voters and request 10,000 fake mail-in ballots to be sent to non-existent addresses. Okay, so uh, this is pretty substantial stuff. This is a pretty big bombshell story, and the Gateway Pundit's the only one talking about it. And that's why I kind of feel compelled. I feel like it's my duty to kind of, you know, assist in whatever way I possibly can, because the mainstream media is not talking about this. The only media that is talking about it is Detroit News, a left-wing news rag that is just covering and parroting the press releases from Dana Nessel. Now, the second story, just uh, it's just there to substantiate what we just talked about. So the Gateway Punnett has evidence that several county clerks revealed that they also received suspicious voter registration packages in the mail from GBI Strategies. Okay, so the Gateway Punnett... Now, I, I kind of hesitate with this one because they've redacted the names... They don't really explain how they obtained these communications. It looks like social these communications occurred on social media of some sort, you know, cuz I see like a, a like button. This this kind of looks like it occurred <laughs> it actually looks like it occurred in the Gateway Pundits comments section to be honest. But I'm not, I, so I have to take this one with a grain of salt until we can verify you know who these people are and where these communications came from, but the Gateway Pundit is claiming to have communications from multiple county clerks talking about how they also received suspicious packages in the mail with fraudulent voter registration applications from GBI Strategies. So here's a communication between multiple city and county clerks in Michigan. So this redacted person says, yes, we received these through priority mail, some with no name filled out, Some with no social security number, no driver's license number. Some registered elsewhere already. Are these legitimate? We received them for our whole county. Was going to contact our county clerk. Now, a reply underneath from another redacted person says, Are the signatures all the same? The one I got was already registered. And a reply to that comment from another redacted name says, Some of the signatures match the signatures on the qualified voter file. Need to look at them closer. And then a final reply. Sorry, glad you got them and not us. So, basically, you have alleged communications between multiple city and county clerks saying they also were receiving, uh, through priority mail, fake registration applications. So, this just, uh, again, coincides with the story we just covered and it just uh, it just blows the lid off of um, this whole, this whole thing. We know that this wasn't an isolated incident and the biggest thing here is that let's just let's say even if it was an isolated incident with this one woman that submitted the 10,000 application forms fraudulently. Even if it was an isolated incident. Attorney General Dana Nessel and the Stasi FBI and the Muskegon State Police have absolutely no excuse, no justification they could possibly give for why that woman was not prosecuted and is still not prosecuted. Dana Nessel admits publicly that there were thousands of fake application forms and admits that this woman did something illegal. Yet nobody has prosecuted her. Why? How can you possibly justify that while prosecuting the 16 electors for Donald Trump in the state of Michigan for forgery? Is this not a more heinous crime than anything you could conjure up against these innocent grandmas and grandpas that you're prosecuting, Dana Nessel? How can you possibly justify your actions? She can't. That's the thing. She can't. But now she's been exposed. Now. Something she wanted to keep under wraps, under the table, away from the public's knowledge, is now being exposed. And she, she's, she's completely hypocritical uh, in, in front of the entire country. There's no way she can get around it. So I wanted to just bring these stories to you guys. Again, I was just going to do like a quick video, but I kept screwing up my lines, right? So I, I said, we'll do it live. We'll freaking do it live. Kim Corey says, "Nick, I am from Michigan and can assure you that they not only stole the presidency in 2020, but they also stole the Michigan SOS, AG, and governor, plus the Supreme Court seat and seat and three damaging proposals." Yeah, it wasn't Prop Two? I think it was Prop Two passed in Michigan, which basically codifies it into the Michigan State Constitution. This mass um, mail-in ballot. Operation basically, they've codified into the Constitution voter fraud in the state of Michigan. Michigan is probably the most corrupt state in the country by far, by far. Um, and yes, you are absolutely right that they stole all the probably all the damn down ballot races. Why are we kidding ourselves at this point that any election is legitimate? So you're 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 dead on, Kim Corey. 1,000%. All right, so ladies and gentlemen, this this was intended to be a pretty quick show. Uh, I just wanted to cover that real quick. Again, if you could, do a, do me a favor, smash that like button, subscribe to this channel if you haven't already. Consider supporting us on Locals. We could really use your support. Um, and also check out MyPillow.com. Use promo code Nick to save tons of money. Thanks for watching, and I will see you next time.